Uh, just a, a bit of advice for Loz coming through on the text line in regards to his upcoming Vegas venture. Uh, tell Loz Old Vegas the Golden Nugget, great feed. Also, Boss just got back from over there. Food and beers aren't as cheap as they were last visit. Beers around $10 US. Ooh. If you're lucky, you can get pints for that. Lumpy. Last Send time I, I was over there, I, I found a joint for a dollar. Like, a, uh, I think it was not Bud, but I don't know what other beer that is. it Cools? Cause 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 mm. I think I was drinking that. I found a bar there for a dollar. But it's still, it's still the case over there. I'm assuming. I mean, I'm, gosh, I but that was twelve years ago, five, six I years there. ago. Yeah. And if you play the tables, they yes. they still give you still free. give you free drinks. Yeah, just, I told my do- see, daughter. See, I'll be just straight on the blackjack. I'll be there for hours. Yeah, I think I played for like six hours when I was there. Blackjack. I would just put five dollars in, <laughs> just to get a beer, just, yeah, just, <laughs> or a couple of dollars, and just. Can you do that? Or oh, do they keep an eye on it? I don't, I don't know, Loz. Well, they'd probably run out pretty quickly. Probably not there long enough to claim your beer. Yeah, but you could just sit there, put the money in, can't you? Order a drink. What, you're going to play one cent games? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But you Fair could enough. order a uh, vodka, lime and soda. Okay, but I'm yeah, not drinking, so I'll be too right. Good. But could you do that? I, I don't know. You, why I don't remember you years test ago. It you, you test you could, it out and I... report back. All right, I'll give all these things a go. Yeah. Give me a list of things to try. There you go. Oh, actually, no. On the text line. in Las Vegas. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, please do. 0419767272. There you go. If you drink, you gamble for free. Someone just text. Yeah. Still no, that's, still that's go. what I certainly remember. Yeah. Do they do that here in Australia? Or is that considered enticement? Um, we wouldn't over here, would we? We no, wouldn't you, I don't. No, I think you've still got to get a drink. I'm trying to think. I played. So I'm not a tables man. Yeah, I played blackjack up at the Gold Coast when we were up there at Magic Millions. You play tables? You were, yeah, I no, I had to buy beers no, up there. I'm no, not a no, I'm no. not a. I'm not a tables man. No. We got Sam on the line. G'day, Sam. How are you? Good mate. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. What have you got for us? Um, Laurie. Sam. Did your wife listen to this? Um, at this time of the morning? No, mate, no. Thank God, no. Okay, because uh, you're not kidding anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, well, yeah, well said, you got to talk down, Sam. You've got to talk it down. That's it, mate. It's like when you're leaving, you know, you've got to give her the big kiss and see you, Dale. Oh, do you yeah, really reckon I want to be here? You reckon I want to go? Over, we're heading over next week as well, so... Right. Uh, How many in your group, mate? Uh, just the three of us. Yep. All it needs. Oh. Um, it's enough to get in enough trouble. <laughs> yeah, just good mates, family. Who, who's going on your uh, little brother, trip? Brother and a good mate. Brother and a good mate. Yeah, right. Good. And how long are you there for? Uh, we head uh, next week, and we're there for five days, and then we're going to do a little bit of travelling. Right. Have you been to Vegas before? Never. Never. Oh. Trap for rookies. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been reading the paper? Yes. Yes. Follow the advice. Yes. 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 So, um, Is your li- wife listening? <laughs> uh, no, that's no. why I called. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You'll, have a, you'll have a wonderful time. I've been to Vegas. Uh, I reckon this will be my fourth time in Vegas. And every time, it's been a different experience, but a great experience. Yeah, we're looking forward to it, yeah. actually. So it's going to be a good trip. No. So, um, and, and you'll run into people you you know, I bet you do. 
Oh yeah, there's heaps. I've spoken to probably, you know, sort of on the on the sort of page side of, of the footy team. There's probably a dozen that I know that are going. So you know, everyone's going to try and catch up somewhere. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's great. I, as I said, I, I got a few messages yesterday from people yeah. that were going, but they're not getting there till the Wednesday. So yeah, yeah that's the same. We leave we leave on the Wednesday. Yeah, are you going as part of a, a, a tour, or are you just going on your no. own through? Yeah, no. no, we just decided to do it on our own because yeah. um, afterwards we'll do a bit of travelling afterwards. So it sort of wasn't going to fit into any of the packages. Yep. So we just decided to do it ourselves. Oh, so, beautiful. Well, um, if you so see me over you, there, make sure you say good day. Will do. Beautiful. Thanks for the call, Sam. Right. Look after Thanks. yourself. Have a good time. Will do. All right. See ya. Good on you, buddy. Okay, we've got to preview Cronulla's season as we continue our team-by-team previews for 2024 so the Sharkies in 2023 finished sixth, 14 wins, 10 defeats. And, of course, they lost that elimination final at home against the Roosters, 13-12. to 12. They've gained uh, Billy Burns from St. George Illawarra. They've lost Matt Moylan over to the Super League to Lee. Connor Tracy's gone to Canterbury. Wade Graham has retired. Uh, they'll be getting Adam Fanua Blake, but not for another season, of course. Uh, looking at their markets with Tab their futures. They're $23 to win the premiership, $10 to make the grand final, $23 to win the minor premiership, $3.50 to finish in the top four, $1.90 to make the eight, and $1.80 to miss the top eight. The Sharkies, who have been pretty good in their first two seasons under Craig Fitzgibbon, Loz without final success. How do you see them going this season? You summed it right up. I think they're a very good, consistent football team. But I don't think they've got the X factor to win a grand final at this stage. And the question that gets asked about the Sharks is, can they go to another level when the finals roll around? Um, And they've lost two finals in 2022. They lost the final last year to the Roosters. And two of them have been at home. So can they get to that next level? That's that's the question mark over the Sharks. and I, and I look at this team again this year. I think it's a strong team. But but do I see them challenging for the comp? No. But do I think they can play finals football? Yes. So their big challenge is to try and get the best out of every player on that roster and get them to play at their elite level. Because if they can do that, that might be the difference. Starting with Nico Hines. He's a wonderful player when his confidence is high. And he plays with great poise. He, he He's... Um, calmness and, and he's he's very precise uh, and when he's confident he plays and lists his football team uh, last year I reckon Origin knocked him around and he struggled to find his best during the year although he did come back later in the season um, and he found his confidence but he's the barometer for the team because if he's high on confidence and he gets the ball in his hands he's very dangerous he likes playing short sides he likes being dominant and him and Trindle, Braden Trindle, um, combine really well. So, so I think Nico's the key because I think when he's up and about, the whole side get on the back of that. Uh, their forwards are underrated. Uh, they're good middles. Um, you've got Rudolph, uh, Hamlin Ueli, um, Royce Hunt, uh, Finucane plays in the middle, Cam McGuinness plays in the middle. But they're sort of all, all workers for mine. 
and and you need that, but you sort of also need a a, a front rower that gives you a bit of oomph and a bit of um, power and a bit of aggression. Um, and and they can all bring that at different stages, but I think that's one of the reasons why they they've chased Adam Adam Fanua Blake to have that leadership qualities. Fanukan has been a wonderful player, but is he past his best, Dale? Um, but they've got good footwork. Um, but sorry, Fanua Blake brings uh, good footwork, and and they can play off the back of him. But they've got to establish dominance through the middle, and if they establish dominance through the middle, and Hines gets his hands on the football. You know, Kennedy comes into play. You've got Jesse Ramian out there, who is a very good player. Talakai, where do they play him? Is he going to be a a role player off the bench, or is he going to be a starting outside back? I'm unsure. But I I think they've got a really good team, but I don't see them being that X-factor side that goes on and win the premiership. Braden Trindle gets his chance. I know he played quite a few games in the back half of last season there next to Nico Hines, but... uh, He's got to really cement that spot and maybe potentially be some sort of X-factor loss playing with Nico Hines in the halves. How do you see that combination in the halves, him and Nico? Yeah, you I, like the yin and yang combo? Yeah, Does I that do. sort of fit that I, mould? I do, and I, and I think that Braden, uh, off his performance the other night, that will give him confidence because he got the Preston Campbell medal. Um, and he had some nice touches, a nice kicking game. And I think when you look at... Hines and Trindle, they're both confidence players, like a lot of people. You know, if their confidence is up, they'll 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 play well. But if their confidence is struggling somewhat, they they go into their shell a little bit, uh, and their decision making is not as precise as what it usually is. Um, but you know, you look at their back rowers. You know, Nakora and Teague Wilton. They missed him last year. I think he got injured towards the back end of the season. I've got a high opinion of him. They're they're, they're line breakers. They they run a good edge line. Um, they've got workers. They've got a bit of depth, but they just look a steady side mm. to me. They just look a really good, hungry team that will compete. And there's not much difference between their best and worst, so to speak. So their best is very good, but when you get to the finals, you've got to go to another level. You've got to challenge the likes of the Broncos and the, the you know the the, the Panthers, and and have they got that ability to score points against them those sides? That, that's where the challenge for the Sharks are going to come from. They've got very winnable games early in the season. They've got to travel to Auckland first up to play the Warriors. Then they've got the Dogs at home, the Tigers at Leichhardt, the Raiders at home, and then a bye before they play Souths at a core stadium. So, well, four winnable games certainly in the first month of the season yeah. there for the Sharkies. Are they going to lose many to Origin, Loz? Probably not. Probably that, not. That probably helps them as well that, through that period. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I agree. I think that. I think. I think they seem to always find a way to push in the top eight. But I just think it's going to be same same. I don't think they're going to be able to beat the the best teams. Yeah. That's the. Yeah, they'll be highly competitive. Yeah. They'll win games. What they, they should be pushing for fun. Well, I think they win the same amount of games as last year. Yeah. Yeah. But I just can't see them making an inroad into the finals. Yeah. What do they do with Nico? Does is he playing Origin this year? Uh possibly not. Where are you going to play him? Yeah, I know that's and especially if um if, if, if they get if a Jack, few injuries. If Jack plays again as well, yeah. if Jack makes himself available. Yeah. And and Mitch Moses played really well in game Mitch three. Did well, yeah. Um, so he took 
advantage of the opportunity that was presented to him. Um, a few, if he gets a few injuries, or if they get a few injuries, he, he might be a chance. But I think all things being equal, he probably misses out, which is massive which for the is Sharks. Massive for the Sharks. Yeah. Yeah. How many wins lost? Fourteen last year. Fourteen and ten they went. I reckon about the same. I reckon they'd take that. Yeah, they definitely. I know that. You, I prob- you probably don't want same. to say that out loud oh, if you're oh, a Sharks oh, player. No. But if that's the if at the end of their season oh. they have the same amount of wins yeah. as last season, yeah. I reckon. W- wouldn't surprise me if they if it was twelve. Hmm. Yeah, but like they're that they're one of these teams I think that are going to be battling for seventh and eighth. Sydney FC coming off a win against Adelaide on the weekend, 2-1. And they've got Melbourne City this week also at home. And uh, we're about to speak to a 19-year-old who, well, he signed his first professional contract just last month. He did join the Sky Blues Academy as a 12-year-old, though. So he's been around the club for a long time. He stands around six foot four or 195 centimetres. He's from Oatley in Sydney. Great to speak to Defender, centre-half, Hayden Matthews joining us. Hayden, a very good morning, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Really well, thank you. And as I said, you've been around the club a long time, but now you're a fully-fledged pro. Take us through, I guess, the whirlwind of the last month for you. Yeah. um, Well, I actually went on break over Christmas and um, New Year's, so I only came back to training around the 9th of January, and then from there it's just escalated from something I never could have even imagined. Um, Signing the contract, debut, just starting last week and then this week as well. It was, yeah, it's been really amazing. I guess then Ufuk Tale has put a lot of faith in you. Tell us about his impact on you and, and expectations of you as well then. Yeah, obviously it means he trusts me a lot and that gives the player a lot of confidence. It gives me a lot of confidence um, knowing that he trusts me to go out there and fill a position when there's a player injured. Um, obviously, having signed a contract, I know that he obviously likes me as a player. So, yeah, it's obviously been really good to know that he supports me and has that confidence in me. Has it always been football for you? I know you joined the academy as a 12-year-old, but I guess being a, a tall kid, you would have had a lot of options. Uh, yeah, football was always the main priority, I guess. I played a bunch of other sports when I was younger, like basketball, but never really went down that path from... Yeah, from about 12, it's been only football. It must be exciting at the moment being a part of the, the Sydney FC setup. I mean, undefeated in the last five games. You're, you're feeling as though you're, you're working out the style of the new manager. You're starting to play your best football. Is that how it feels? Yeah, it really feels like it's all coming together at the moment. I think the fans are starting to realise that because the crowd on the weekend was immense and probably expecting another big crowd again this weekend. So... The atmosphere is amazing at Allianz at the moment. Hayden, tell me about uh, the influence of Atec Gench. I know he coached you from a young age. He's a great man. He was a hell of a player himself. But how influential has he been throughout your career? Uh, he's been a great mentor for me. I mean, he started coaching me when I was, I think, seven years old. Mm. Um, coached me all the way through my until I joined the academy at 12. So he was my, my coach for... He's still a mentor for me now, but he was, yeah, my coach for six or so years and he had a really big impact on me. Um, Obviously, he played at the highest level, so he's able to share those experiences with me and help me understand what it takes, I guess, to to make it as a footballer. Anthony Caceres has been around for a long time, but recently he's just playing his best football. Why is that, do you think? 
think the new style of play works in his favour very well. Um, he's a great player. Even the first time he came up here to train, like, he doesn't lose the ball. You can't win the ball if him in training. So he is one of those players that he has the ability, and I think it's really all clicking for him at the moment. Who was sort of your favourite players growing up and your biggest influences, uh, Hayden? Um, Wayne Rooney was my favourite player because I'm a big United supporter. Um for Sydney FC, obviously, players like Del Piero were amazing because yeah. you come down to Allianz and watch that growing up and see a player of his calibre. Um, and, yeah, players like Alex Wilkinson all around the club still were really big factors in in my development, I guess. And making the step up, naturally, to the A-Leagues, uh, tell us about, I guess, you know, the biggest differences you've noticed in that step up to play at this level. It's a lot quicker. The players' touches are a lot. A lot closer, a lot better to their, um, a lot better. Um, like any punish, any mistake is very easily punishable. Um, so, I guess you just got to try and play your own game and make sure you don't get into too much trouble on the field. Well, big game, Melbourne City this week. Coming off that win against Adelaide last week, and uh, hopefully there's another big crowd there at Allianz Stadium. Appreciate your time, Hayden. No worries, mate. Take care. Thank you for having me. Go well. Hayden Matthews there from Sydney FC, an emerging talent to keep an eye on, just 19 years of age. They're moving uh, up the ladder, aren't they, uh, Sydney FC? They are, but such is the ladder that, mm. you know, a couple of wins you're right up there, a couple mm. of losses, you're back in the pack. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is an important game because they're behind them, uh, Melbourne, um, this weekend. So they, they need to win that and keep putting a gap between the teams below them. Um, but you never know. Don't, are they close enough to still aim for a top two? Well, Sydney FC, so they're on 26 points after 17 games. So, what, they've got 10 games left. Oh, yes. Uh, and they're five points off the Mariners, who've played a game more. Mariners are in second. Wellington Phoenix, Definitely. who've only lost two games all season. Yeah. Uh, 36 at, points, five points clear yeah. of the pack as it stands. I was looking at the table uh, last night, and... Look at Melbourne victory. Yeah. Six wins, yeah. ten, draws, ten draws, one loss. They've only lost one game. Yeah, bizarre. Uh, they're in fourth, so Sydney FC fifth and Melbourne City this week's opponent seventh, just outside the top six on 22 points. The market with tab for that game, uh, by the way, has Sydney FC $1.85, City $3.60. The draw is $4. That's five thirty on Saturday, Eastern Daylight Time. Crystal Palace have gone ahead of Everton here. Uh, which pushes Everton back in the relegation zone. So, nervy times here at Goodison Park. A fair way left in the season, but just oh, Everton to be again amongst a relegation battle, potentially. Uh, very nervy there on the blue half of Mercy side, I'm sure. Okay, it is 8.30. Calls after the news, 13.53.53. We've got some uh, more Vegas uh, advice here for Loz, too, on the text line. <laughs> 0419767272. Two blokes have detailed a great rort. You'll love hearing about that. We'll oh, get really? to that coming up after the news. 135353 on the text line 0419767272. Meant to mention this yesterday, uh, Pup. News over the weekend that South African cricketing great Mike Proctor had died at the age of 77. He was, uh, I guess. To give some context in more recent times, uh, the infamous test which you uh, bowled us to victory back in 2007-8, was it 7, 8? 
against India. He was the match match referee, referee. and he gave Harbhajan Singh a a three-match ban for allegedly calling Andrew Simons a monkey, which was downgraded on appeal, of course. Did you have much to do with Mike Proctor at all? Only I knew Mike as a match referee, but um, from my uh, communication with him, he was a lovely guy. Um, obviously played before my time, but mm. uh, yeah, he was um, he was around international cricket for a long time um, and very well respected as a match referee as well. So yeah, very sad um, thoughts. Obviously, for go out to him and his family and um, the certainly the South African cr- cricket community. But yeah, being a match referee, you travel the world mm. and are a part of cricket everywhere. So yeah, another tough day for the cricketing world for sure. And always reputedly had apartheid, obviously not, I guess, cruel his international career, so to speak, because he only played seven tests. Yep. Uh, like they reputedly, he would have been up there yes. uh, amongst some of the great all-rounders to have played well, Mike Proctor. Yep. That's what they say. Again, I'd like to mm. say I didn't see enough of him as a player, mm. but yet um, a lot of good judges said he was a very good player. Uh, we had Jared Daffy telling us about the odds for the South's Manly-Vegas uh, match earlier. And Manly have continued to firm with Tab. They're into 210. South's $1.73. Manly plus uh, two and a half at the line. But Josh Schuster is out as uh, he battles to overcome a calf issue. So expect Ben Trebojevic to start in the back row there for Manly. Uh, how about this? Uh, we were saying just before the news... Uh, this is Stuart who sent this in. Hi, gents. Many years ago, a group of mates and I toured the US for six weeks. Vegas was a stop, of course. Two of us sat at the roulette table and we started with $50 each. I bet black every time. My mate bet red every time. Drank for three hours for free. <laughs> we were asked to leave when they realized what we were doing. <laughs> That's a good little rule. Very, go. very good. So, guaranteed success for one of them. Just yeah. pull, pull the Just money. Just pull the money. Away you go. <laughs> You'd have to sit at opposite <laughs> yeah. sides of the table, would you? Yeah. And you probably have to be, probably not look like you're conversing that much, maybe. How long do you reckon it would take before they realise what you're doing? They'd be pretty good over there, wouldn't they? Yeah, scammers. these days they would be. What do you reckon? Ten minutes? You get away with it? Two drinks? I'll say max half an hour. Yeah. Depend, I reckon it depends how much you're betting. As well. No, because I reckon they'd be on, on to you. Mate, you're, if you're spending a couple hundred bucks, mate, they're not even blinking. No, no, no. But if you're you're at that t- end of the table, I'm <laughs> yeah. at this end, and you've pooled your money together, yeah. and you're going red, black, so you know one's going to win. Mate, I don't... It re- only costs you a hundred bucks. If you're a little fish, I, I don't reckon they care. You don't reckon? No. <laughs> I reckon if you're spending big or winning big... Or losing big. <laughs> oh, if you're losing big, mate, you'll, you'll get whatever love, you want. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. That's exactly right. You'll get right. more than drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've just upgraded your suite, oh, young mate. man. Yeah. You're, mate. No longer you're, stay, the you're no longer staying yeah. there. <laughs> that's it. And how many guests you want? Oh, dear. Don't worry about the buffet. We're wheeling oh. it up there. Uh, what about this one? Laws, get down to exotic racing at Vegas Speedway and get behind the wheel of a Ferrari or Lamborghini. Oh, just what you I love need. this. Their instructions to us were, we insure the cars, you insure yourselves. Drive it like you stole it. <laughs> Great fun from punter. Uh, <laughs> we insure the cars, you insure yourselves. Good Drive slogan. it like you stole it. Love Drive it. it. 
drive it like you stole it. Interesting ah. that they ensure here in Australia, your car if you if you own a let's say a Ferrari for example, and you want to take it to drive it on a track, your car is not insured on the track. They don't insure. Oh, okay, right. Jeez. So if you okay. uh, write your car off, unlucky rubber ducky. That's on you. Uh, must do in Vegas encore beach club pool party. Yeah, oh, STK beach no clubs brainer. won't be. They won't be operating. They will they? Oh yeah, they will. Oh, that'd be too cold, wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. Actually, sure that's what that's I need to do. I need to check the weather. Yeah. Have you checked? Can you just while I'm talking, here, can you just <laughs> oh, look at Vegas weather? Because I want to. Well, do I need to? Pack my speedos. Um, no, no matter how cold it is, yes, you do. <laughs> Bondi Jack, I don't go to nude beaches, by the way. Um, I do, though. Yeah. Bondi Jack, see you there. <laughs> um, what yeah. else we got? Pro tip, electronic roulette. Also gets you free drinks. $10 stakes on it, red every time, and over the course of the day, you're likely to be even and very hydrated. So what's his pro tip? Uh, electronic roulette. Also gets you free drinks. Ah, right. Okay. So that's the electronic sort yep. of yep, gaming. Got it. $10 stakes on red every time. Okay. Uh, Liz. Oh, right. Stakes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I thought. <laughs> oh, I was the man's hungry. They <laughs> <laughs> need to feed. Let's go choose you. It's a good feed. feed yeah. isn't it? <laughs> what, must, must be a minute stage. It's certainly not a T bone. Just keep eating. Yeah. Uh, come on. 20 kilos overweight. Loz Win has order whatever you drink you want from the small pokey screen. Uh, can order Long Island iced twos, yep. teas, etc. They bring them to your pokey, tip them a couple of bucks or $5 the first yep. time, and you can stay there all night, no issues, and keep ordering from the screen. This is good. <laughs> this is good. Like, uh, like this, this is what the, the options are. Oh, mate. So yep. I just need to know what the options are. And You're not going to be short of options on anything. No, but it's Vegas. just good to know when you get to Vegas. That's mm. all. Uh, Laws just tipped the mayor, babe, when you're gambling. They'll bring you whatever you want. Beautiful. Uh, didn't understand the blackjack story. Ah, oh, shush, mate. Uh, explain it to no, him, will you? Very understand. What's that with? Is that... Oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. You understood that, mm-hmm. didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> not saying feel free to lose big you'll get everything <laughs> yeah. you want well the text has come through from someone you know quite well Loz saying oh. forget the blackjack tables he sits at the bar tables expecting drinks to just turn up the arrogance is getting out of control <laughs> <laughs> oh surprise surprise here that would be oh dear someone known very well to yeah. you yeah I is, could imagine who it is is texting with that one mm. shall remain <laughs> nameless yeah. I'll be walking with him this afternoon <laughs> <laughs> nah, well, there's some good info there that I uh, will take on board. Uh, boys, can I, can you read that one out? No, you've got no. to be careful with yeah. some of these, yeah. Loss. Basically, all the ones I think we can read have been read. Have been read, right? <laughs> Pup, does Boland get a spot in the first test in New Zealand, especially considering form, ability to swing the ball and green-tinged pitches and overcast conditions in the land of the long white cloud? I'd put him in, says Cowboy from Hell. In front of who? That's the question. There's only one person he's playing for, and that's if they don't pick a spinner. Because they're definitely going to pick Stark, Hazelwood and Cummins as the three front-line quicks. So if they go – and I don't think they'll go four quicks because they've got Cameron Green. 
uh, and Mitchell Marsh. So they don't need any more bowling. I think the only way, I, I think Scotty Boland's, he would be, well, he will be if he's given a crack, exceptional in those conditions. Um, bit of swing, bit of seam. He bowls the right length. If he gets a crack, I think he'll do brilliant. So I can understand um, the question around, you know, him being selected. But I just think the selectors will go with same, same. I think they'll keep the three quicks. I think they'll play Lino um, and use the two all-rounders. Thank you, Gail. Gail's just said, because uh, you didn't do it for me, you know? It's been All freezing right. in Vegas. Okay. So oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Take the puffer jackets. Mm. So it'll be cold. So I don't whether there'd be pool parties on over there. Oh, mate, listen, let me tell you right now, where you're going, no one feels the weather. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll get that. But you're not going to be out in the pool if it's going to be cold. I won't be. Although, I'd, if there's one bloke that can pull it off, it's, I suppose you'll, it's me. You'll have, a, you'll have a pool in your room. <laughs> well, so, we were with manpower or going yeah. to manpower or have you got a special one-show contract or something? Um, no, but uh, that's good to know because I will be packing a, uh, a jacket just in case. What do you reckon? Should I get Take round in jeans or get round in tracky bottoms if it's going to be cold? <laughs> no, over there, you can wear whatever you want, mate. That's what I'm saying. You just... you. There's no... Yeah, but tracky bottoms, is that too Terry Tourist-like? Oh, what do you mean, tracks? No, you're not going like you're sitting well, I don't on the I don't want to be one of these blokes that get ripped off, though. Ripped off what? Someone well, going to steal your well, pants you know, off we, you? No, well, someone can tell when you're a tourist. <laughs> Who cares? And I know there's... What, everyone what is, that goes that to what are you gonna, Vegas is a tourist. What, I get what, that. What, what but, does that mean if you're a tourist? But, but you're, a dumb you're tourist. poor or you're rich? What, what, no, what a tourist that's like, like, like got to be... Says that has a... Tattooed on his says forehead. Well, I'm here to be robbed. That, robbed in what okay. way? Well, Someone, he has a bum bag well, and traveller's yes. checks. Oh, I'll be wearing my bum bag, the sachet or whatever they call them, what man bag. I, what am I listening to? Mate, you're going to Vegas. You're not going to Johannesburg. You're safe. Mate, not you're what fine. I've been reading in the paper. Oh, stop reading. Stop Googling. Nah. Go and have the best week of your life. I, I will try, Michael. If I you want to wear trackies, wear trackies. You want to wear your speedos, wear your speedos. But you've got to be careful of people. Careful of what? You've got to be careful walking down the street here as well. You know the last time when I was in um, Vegas, they've got these people that flick cards. They've like got these little cards and they hand out and they're for strip clubs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But have you seen them flick it? What do you mean? Well, they, they make all these little noises. And my young bloke, I don't know how old he was at the time, he kept grabbing them. Yeah. <laughs> so he got back to the room and he had a pocket, pocket <laughs> strip cards. Perfect. I said, hey, what are you, you doing with that? You take him to Give the strippers? Yeah. No, 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 no. He was too young. These days? <laughs> too young. See? Mate, but that's how they get them. Go and that's have a wow of a time. Oh, no, I'll, I'll, I will. And I hope you're hungover. No, I hope I you feel be. crook when no. you're on radio. No, I won't be. Might be the last trip you ever do to Vegas. Think of it like that. It might just be. You might never get there again. We've had this conversation. It's not a trial game. No, it won't be a trial game, but you can still have a good time without drinking, Michael. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. If you don't want to drink, mm. that's completely up to you. But asking whether you wear your tracksuit pants or your yeah, jeans, but I'm, I'm thinking, it's going to make no difference. No, but I'm thinking you get around with trackies on it, you just <laughs> stand out. <laughs> Mate, stand out listen, from the crowd. Mate, and if you stand you out from walk the crowd, around naked in Vegas and you won't stand out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> You're not standing out. Yeah, I don't want to be ripped off, though. <laughs> You're not going to be ripped off. Yeah, but that's what we all think when you we get go ripped overseas. off. You could get ripped off getting into a taxi here as well. 
It's not, Vegas is okay. You'll no, be no, fine. No, no, you, you'll be fine. Fine. no, I've been, been there, but I'm just, you know, just got to be careful, Michael. You just can't be going over over there and just not being aware of the surrounds. Oh. You know, you got to look, you got to watch, anticipate. Have you got people planted to wait? Don't worry. Fast I, on your feet. I would be anticipating. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah. And it wouldn't be concerning jeans or yeah. track pants. <laughs> You got people planted to wave to you on arrival too, which you like doing. No, oh, in the clubs. Okay, right. In the clubs. Only in the clubs. <laughs> Not at the airport. I got to read this from Dave from Moree earlier this morning. Uh, when he missed the first test in New Zealand a few years back because he had his head down the pooper looking for the ring, the banner in the crowd read, "Clarky, where the bloody hell are you?" Brilliant, Dave from Moree. <laughs> <laughs> Davey Water yesterday, certainly. So, because you said, you have said you cop probably the most right. abuse you cop was in New Zealand, yeah, as, a, uh, as an Australian New cricketer. Zealand was, yeah, New Zealand you get, because they're quite small grounds as well, so that you, you if you feel it on the boundary, mm. you're virtually... You can hear everything. You're sitting in the crowd, yeah. <laughs> um, they don't miss you. Yeah. Kiwis, are, they give it to you. Mm. Don't worry about that. South Africa's tough. You cop it there as well. Mm. But like I say, you cop it here in Australia. Oh, well, you drop a catch in Australia... You know about it, whether you're playing for Australia or, or, or the other country. Yeah. So, yeah, and I think it's all part and parcel of traveling the world and playing sport. You you go there to watch your team win. You want to see them win, and you know people in the crowd are going to give you stick. I, I, well, as I said, Loz would have saw it. He would have experienced it more than anyone. But can you imagine Origin? I remember having a conversation with Wally Lewis um, about when he could come and play. And again, everyone loved the King, but he, state of origin, mate, not in Sydney. No. They hated him. They would boo him and say whatever they like. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, it's just the way it goes. It's you, part of it. Yeah. I think there's Davey a, bound, there's a boundary, it. boundary that you, you don't cross, but yeah, yeah I think there's but a lot But some people of, do as well, Loz. Like yeah, they, they, they do. But, and as the, as the athlete, you just got to, you know, I think, yeah. it, I think the stuff that Davey's been through or copped through his career... He's not going to get anything worse mm. in New Zealand this trip. He's only there for two, tw- two T20s anyway. So he's probably, and he's not going to. Yeah, he's f- only there for the week, yeah. He's probably not even going to field on the boundary. Like when you're a youngster, you get sent onto the boundary. When you get a bit older, you stay inside the circle. So yeah. you're not that close to him anyway. I can imagine if he gets going, though, over there in New Zealand, like the boundaries are just oh, too short. Mate. Like too small, aren't they? Yeah. Like he, 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 he could possibly get 200 easily. Mate, if, they, if, he, well, like if, Maxwell, yeah, if he gets in, uh, Max, could, Maxi, imagine. Yeah, they, they're small grounds. They are they are tiny yeah. grounds. But, um, yeah, I, I think I think this New Zealand team, especially in the test oh. matches, I think they're going to be pretty good as well, to be honest. I think it's going to be a good series. Uh, more on the text line, guys. One for Loz. There's a bar in the shopping centre just past the Luxor, or the Luxor that has 120 beers on tap. Well worth oh. a trip there. Some of the beers are 16%. 16%. Says Phil. Uh, hey, boys, Vegas will be like Wagga Cup on steroids, will it? Uh, see you there, Loz. Bring your drinking boots. We're partying. The brutality boys. Oh, they like a good time. They'll be there. They'll be ready to go. Oof. There'll be plenty of people that we run into. Oh, I run into. No doubt. For sure. Mm. There will be plenty over there. Steve Hewlett, a very good morning to you. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Jerry. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. What have we got on today? Look, Paul Snowden's going to join me in a moment. Obviously, we'll talk about King of Sparta. I wonder what they'll do if um, you know his next run will be in April uh, in Perth in the... Oh. 
We've lost Steve. Uh, apologies. I'm back with you. Yeah, got you now. Go for it. Yeah, whether <laughs> yeah, it'll so be in the Quokka. Yeah, Paul Lockton. Yeah, so we'll talk to about King of Sparta if he has another run before the Quokka or they're running fresh in that race against Stover Pass and Amelia's Duel. King's Gambit in the Oakley played his favourite and Bodyguard and of course, and also the other one there, High Octane, had zero luck last start running in the diamond. And King's Gambit favoured for the Oakley Plate. So a lot to talk about with Paul Snowden. Also, Tony Gollan. He's got two very good horses in the stable, or younger horses, that are exciting for the carnival. Antino possibly heading to the Doncaster. A change of plans there. And Freedom Rally, a horse that I suggest listeners follow right through the carnival. They hope to get him into the Stradbroke. So Tony Gollan will join us. Also a tribute to Very Elegant on the program this morning. And also, did you see Orchestral win in New Zealand on the weekend? How good is she? Oh, boy. Um, she'll start very short in the New Zealand derby in two weeks. And I dare say, um, you know, she'll, she probably deserves a place favourite as the, the Vinery winner. So James may go back to back. James and Wellwood with, of course, Prowess last year. And, gee, she's a good filly, isn't she? She's outstanding orchestral. So lots of news. Okay. Thank yeah. you. We'll keep an eye on her for sure. Thank you so much, Steve. Coming up on Radio Tab. Uh, shortly, just trying to find that Vinery market. Here we go. Orchestral, $3 currently in the Vinery, which is the week after the slippers, Saturday, March 30. $3, pretty dominant favourite there with Tab in that pre-noms Vinery market. Uh, we have Dave Stanley coming up. DS, who I know is somewhere. <laughs> that's beautiful. Somewhere boys. that's not here. Somewhere. Uh, boys, no, I did. I was trying to think because I know you... You posted it last night, but for the life of me, I can't remember where you are. Mate, I'm in the uh, the north coast of New South Wales, mid-north coast, at beautiful Tuncurry Foster. So we're here ahead of the running of that mid-north coast uh, championship final, which is on Saturday. And looking forward to having a chat this morning with everyone from this race club because it's a big team effort to have this type of race meeting here. And looking forward to seeing if Terry Evans can go back-to-back, of course, with Sir Ravenelli last year. Will he have a particular horse or a team of horses that can have success here on Saturday? So we're going to chat with not only Terry, but a number of trainers from the Taree area as well, uh, and also the Port Macquarie area. And uh, look, they're looking forward to a big crowd here on Saturday. It's going to be fine conditions. Obviously, that uh, rain and storms that were around uh, yesterday in Sydney, I think they'll cop a little bit of rain up here as it moves north up the coast. But then for later in the week, it's going to be nice and sunny, and uh, it's a beautiful track to get to, boys. I know that, obviously, Dean Ritchie, who you'll have on the program tomorrow, you can ask him about it, boys, because he's an ambassador up here. Jeez, he's got a free ticket into here. He can't even be bothered paying to come to Tuncurry. He gets here and gets the spot and everything like that. So, typical Bulldog. Um, yeah, typical Bulldog. <laughs> and he raves about the prawn rolls and all sorts of things. So we're going to... One thing, as I always say about these country clubs, boys, is that you've got a group of people that really work their backside off... Um, Pretty much as soon as this championship day will be over, it'll be then onto their cup meeting, onto their next big meeting, and they just keep it all ticking over. And then we get to come and enjoy it at the races and how good turn up go home. But they're the ones doing all the hard work. So we'll talk about them and the sponsors and how good this town is after nine. Yeah, it's a uh, a wonderful spot, uh, Dave, up there. Uh, what about the news filtering through yesterday with the passing of very elegant, very sad, wasn't it? Very sad news to hear that filter through. She was a, a great mayor. It comes back to that debate. Do you want to call her a champion? I'm sure there would be plenty of people that would define her as a champion after, you know, winning the cup, winning. I still think her best performance, and I played the replay of it yesterday, was when she won the Tancred at Rose Hill. She sat behind them and just went whoosh. And she beat a a pretty good field that day over 2,400. But 
she was always a very classy mare. Of course, she started with Darren Weir, then found her way to Chris Waller. And you just had... You hear the way James McDonald spoke about her yesterday on Melbourne Radio and on social media last night, that she was so special to him because uh, he obviously got to, to win a Melbourne Cup with her, but also many other races. So, yeah, it's... Um, it, it's like well, it's like a loss of someone in the family, especially for all the owners and staff at Chris Waller's and everything. So, yeah, very sad news, boys. Mate, we will catch you after the news. Looking forward to it. Nothing else, we know. How was your weekend? What did you get up to? Oh, car issues, actually. Car issues. Yeah. I actually heard on the Great yeah. One, boys, that the night at Menangle was outstanding. No, it, was good fun. Yeah, it was good fun, mate. Yeah. Plenty good. of winners. So, um, yeah, where was the mail? I mean, my phone's... Was working in Young, boys. I was hoping to get a bit of Menangle trackside mail, but ne- nothing ever filtered through. Or, well, I, I, I'd lost plenty on the gallops earlier in the day. Oh, so, so it was recovery mode. <laughs> recovery mode. I wasn't in any sort of shape to be giving anyone mail. Yeah, and how was your weekend, Michael? Even though you went to Menangle, there was plenty of pacing and chasing, so it was good. <laughs> I was with my eight-year-old daughter. One of your best years. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was chasing her around 100%. the lounge room. Yes. Actually, I must yeah. ask this. I know I always ask with a minute to go, and Jono gets nervous. Yes. But is, is Kelsey Lee a Taylor Swift fan? She Are is, you going? I'm not going. She no. is a Taylor Swift fan, but no, I'm not going. Okay, all right. Mm. Next tour. Yes, maybe. Next tour. I'm saving. Yeah, oh, please. For tickets. Mm. Please. Have For a beautiful punters. Tuesday. Have a great one. <laughs>